What's good guys, we're back at it again with another video. As you can see from the title, today we're gonna to be talking about basketball practice habits that lead to success, but there is gonna be a little twist in this video and that twist is I'm not only gonna be talking from one perspective. Usually when you hear about practice habits, you're only hearing it from the coach's perspective onto what a player should be doing. How should a player be approaching practice? How should a player be approaching this certain drill in practice? How should a player be approaching the scrimmage portion of practice? You never really hear players say, yeah, when I was a sophomore in high school, there were certain things that my coach did in practice that I really feel like helped us win a lot of games. Or when I was a junior in college, like, ah, we liked our coach, but there were some things that he would do in practice that when we got back into the locker room, we would talk about and it did kind of make him lose the team a little bit. You never really hear that perspective from players. I'm not sure why more coaches don't ask players like, Hey, like, what are some things that you've noticed the best coaches that you've ever had do? I've never had a coach ask me that question. I've never heard a coach ask one of my teammates that question. And I really feel like the only thing that it can do is make you that much better as a coach. Luckily for you guys, I have been paying attention throughout my career about certain habits that certain coaches had. And remember, I'm still going to include practice habits for players in this video as well. Make sure you guys are paying attention. Let's jump right into it. As we go throughout this video, what I'm going to be doing is going back and forth between players to coaches, players to coaches. Remember, really talking about some of the best habits that I've seen firsthand. The first group that we're going to talk about is the players. First practice habit that I want to tell you guys about, get to the gym early. On every successful team that I've ever played on, I'm talking about from middle school all the way up to college, including AAU, the best teams that I've been on, the players got to the gym early. And when I say get to the gym early, I'm not saying get to the gym and just go lay in the locker room, just go go in the training room and just lay on the training table and just wait until the last second to get taped and get to the court. No, I'm talking about getting to the gym early, getting on the court and playing ones, doing form shooting, working on your game before practice starts because I've said it in another video before, the place where you get better is not during practice. The focus of team practice is the team, the place where each player on your roster is going to get individually better, which makes your team better as a whole, is before or after practice. And let me tell you guys this. I played with a guy who made it to the league when I was in college. And guess what? When I used to walk into the gym 45 minutes to an hour before practice starts, he would already be on the court in a full sweat. There's no telling when he got to the gym. That year... He was the best player on our roster on the best team that I was ever on. And guess what happened after he started going to the gym early? When I walk in and I see him on the court, I'm like, man, he here this early? Like, okay, what? Well, all right. Is that something I need to be doing? My other teammates are looking like, okay, like we all say we want to get to the NBA. We want to be pros. The player on our team who probably has the best chance to be a pro is in the gym way before the rest of us. So what do we need to be doing? I want to talk about the coaching aspect on that same point. On the best teams that I've ever played on, the coaches had no problem getting to the gym early, being on the court before practice and helping players get better. And there's something a little bit different that that coaching staff did as well. That coaching staff took the initiative to text certain individual players on the team. Maybe it might even be a group of two or three get to the gym an hour before practice, get to the gym 45 minutes before practice, because I feel like those coaches understood that, okay, these kids say that they want to get to the NBA. These kids say that they want to be really good basketball players, but they still are kids. Sometimes they need someone to kick them in the butt. Sometimes they need someone to text them, hey, get to the gym. We're going to work out. My freshman year, Coach Aaron Miles, who ended up being the head coach of the Warriors G League team, 
you should text me and some of the other bigs, hey, let's get on the court before practice. I was struggling with my free throws. Let's get on the court before practice and work on your form shooting. I ended up shooting 70% that year when I probably came into college more like a 50% free throw shooter. These are the things I'm telling you, the coaches taking the initiative as well really helped us win games. Another thing that I wanna to talk to you guys about is what is your intensity level in practice? How competitive are your practices? How hard are your practices? And this is something that we can really talk about for players and coaches because here's the thing. What I've noticed over the course of my career is that when I was on a team, where our practices were harder than our games, we won, I don't know how many games in those seasons. And there are reasons behind this. From a player's perspective, when I used to have to wake up and the first thing that I think about is, man, I got practice today. And here's the thing. I got the type of practice where I can't give half effort. I can't just joke around. I can't just play around because if I do that, I'm gonna be embarrassed. My matchup is going to dominate me. And here's the thing, when you're going into these practices, you need to have the mindset that you want the practice to be harder than the games. And I know as a player that's tough when there's no fans in the gym, when there's no popcorn popping, sometimes it can be hard to get up for practice. But I'm telling you guys, if as a team you decide that we're going to be competitive every single practice and try and make them harder than the games, you'll win way more than you did that last season. What I want to say to coaches on that same point is twofold. The first one, as a coach, you have a lot of input influence on how hard how competitive practices are and honestly it starts with the coaches i've had coaches sometimes who walk into practice and oh you know it's all happy smiling joking you know they more funny but i've also had coaches who this assistant is going up against this assistant so when we scrimmage it's competition between the coaches as well, which does what it bleeds onto the court bleeds onto the players and all of a sudden everyone's going a hundred percent which makes the team better. As a coach, make sure you walk into practice with that competitive edge. But the second thing that I want to talk to you guys about on that same point is that you cannot have a competitive practice without competitive players. And what I mean by this is if your roster is not balanced and if you don't have players on your roster that can make other players on your roster better, it's going to be hard to have competitive practices because I've been on a team one year where I was the starting center and I didn't really feel like I had competition coming behind me to take my spot. We had certain guards who felt like their spot was already solidified. They didn't have any challengers, which made our practices very lopsided sometimes. When you're recruiting players, make sure you're actually recruiting players who can help you in practice. That can actually make your best players feel some type of pressure actually feel like they need to be competitive, that they need to give 100% every single day. Because like I said before, on teams where everyone is giving 100% and your practices are way harder than games, the one year of my career where I can honestly say every practice was harder than the game, we won 15 in a row that year. The next practice habit, I can actually speak to both players and coaches at the same time. And that practice habit is to make sure you are extremely detail-oriented, locked in, and focus throughout the entire practice. Make sure you know exactly what you're doing. From the player side, when your coaches are going over drills, when they're going over plays, when they're going over certain things in practice, you should be paying attention. You shouldn't be looking elsewhere, play fighting with your teammate, asking the manager what time it is, how much time is left in practice. You shouldn't be doing any of that. You should be paying attention because on the best teams, on the most successful teams, when a coach goes over something, it doesn't take long for the team to actually know what you're supposed to be doing because I've also been on other teams where we could go over a drill and we could literally be doing that same drill for 30 minutes to an hour because people weren't paying attention. 
people weren't watching the person in front of them. I'm telling you that only wastes time. You're wasting practice time. You're wasting time that you could be using to get better as a player, make sure you're paying attention. As a coach, make sure you do know exactly what you're talking about. And in most cases, you are overprepared because I'm telling you, as a player, we do notice when, let's just say, a head coach tells an assistant to go over an offense, a defense, a drill, and the assistant might be a little bit hesitant. Or when the head coach himself might be a little bit hesitant, I'm telling you, these are things that as players, we might not say anything when we're out there on the court. But when we go back in the locker room, somebody might say, Hey, bro, you see so-and-so coach, he really ain't even know what he was talking about. And all of a sudden, just that little one statement plants that seed. And as all coaches know, all it takes is one bad seed in that locker room, and it can mess everything up. The last practice habit that I want to talk to you guys about goes hand-in-hand -hand with the first one. Players and coaches, after practice, the best teams that I've ever been on were in the gym. Players were playing ones. When I say playing ones, I don't mean like, for 30 minutes. Like I've been on teams where practice would end and basically the whole team will be playing ones for the next hour, hour and a half over playing pickup. And remember, like I said in the beginning, the reason why those teams were the best is because as individual players, we made that decision to stay after, play against each other, iron sharpens iron and get better. Our coaches, they didn't run back to the offices. They didn't start taking phone calls. I've had coaches literally sit in the gym after practice and just watch, just watch. And as a coach, that's a great thing to do because what you get to see is who stays in the gym, who works on what when they're not in practice, what parts of certain players' games are they actually working on when they should be working on another part of their game, or even just being there, just being able to watch and see like, okay, this kid in games and live and five on five in practice, he might not have all this. But in one-on-one, -on -one, he's starting to show me that he could potentially become something in the future. As a coaching staff, let's start to talk about it, start to project and plan how we can work with him so we can start to expand his game. These are all things that happen in programs where no one is in a rush to leave the gym. Everyone has an invested interest in getting better and people actually love to be in the program. People actually love to be around each other, actually like being around each other every day. I think that might be actually one of the more important overarching things. Everyone in your program has to like being there. It's kind of like in the NBA, why they started changing all the locker rooms and everything because they wanted to make the facility a place where you don't have to leave, where you don't have to go anywhere else, where you can just stay and keep getting better. Programs all over, not just in the league, college, high school. I understand, of course, the funding, the resources aren't the same, but just having that same mindset can really help your program improve for the future. Like, share, subscribe, turn on post notifications. I really hope you guys really enjoyed this video and really are taking note of all of these certain practice habits that I noticed on some of the best teams that I've been on. And I hope that you implement them into your own teams and into your own programs. I appreciate you guys watching. Remember, if you want the subscriber breakdown or the one-on-one -on -one Zoom call, book me on my website, BTI Basketball in the description. Also, if you have any questions for me or you need any advice, Hit my link for Noodle in the description. I appreciate you guys watching. I'll see you guys next time with the next video.